is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. Welcome, everybody, to the second hour of In the Locker Room. Wolf starts in the Ninjas. Locker room is where the Steelers Nation comes together to hash things out, talk about it. Remember, there's no stupid opinions. There's plenty of stupid answers. And I'm fully capable of giving stupid answers. So I'll let you know that right ahead. But indeed, you know, you love it. We got the Steelers Nation open to everybody. And we love all comers. Come on in, state your opinion, and all that sort of stuff. So we're waiting on Jim Wexel. We're hoping that we can get him and effort him. The efforting, as you know, um, is you know so important as we effort things. But I will say this. Because it takes a punch of uh, panache. Uh, yeah, panache. And again, what what's yeah. the definition of panache? Blue collar hey, with a touch power. of effervescence. Just a touch of the bubbly. <laughs> bubbly. Here we go again. <laughs> There's something about bubbly gets me laughing. All yeah. right. We've got Dan Moore with an ankle. He should be practicing this week, Max. We also have Kendrick Green with a calf. And if you've ever seen that kid up close, that's a cow. That's a cow he's got hanging on the back of yeah. his, his, his lower leg there. That ain't a calf. No question. That, 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 that's, that, 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 that's full-blown adult cow. Uh, it's not calf. <laughs> Indeed. So he should be practicing or practice capable this week. But, you know, Mike Tomlin went out of his way to throw a little sugar at uh, J.C. Hastenauer and Joe Haig as well. Joe, of course, played all, all the snaps last week. And Joe is the veritable Swiss Army knife, as, uh, as they like to say, uh, you know, for guys that are, are position-capable, multiple position-capable. And uh, both guys did well. Both guys performed, uh, you know, admirably and excellently. Yes. Uh, given the situation, knowing what you had to do, I thought I thought Joe did a, did a tremendous job on the edge, uh, really not allowing a lot of pressure to Ben's blind side. And I thought JC did a great job. I mean, because you know you you had you had you had some heavy hoofers there in the middle. No doubt, uh, you had you had you had some meat wagons there, and <laughs> and he did a good job of moving them uh, when he needed to, um, and, and not creating too much of a of a of a funnel right up the middle. He was able to he was able to hold the bridge. So no, great job by both of those guys. And like you said, this is the importance of of the postseason. These guys have the requisite snaps, whether they're starting or not. Right. Um, coming forward, they're always ready. If anything should happen or anything should change, they're able to highly adaptable for whatever you need them to do. Absolutely. Okay. We have you know our ninjas just chase you down. If you if you're not there for your starting time, they're gonna find you, Jim Wexel, and he found you. <laughs> Jacob found you. Welcome to the locker room, my friend. Good to have you. <laughs> Thank you. And Max, I'm so sorry for your dad. You're you're lost, man. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. So, Wex, I got to tell you something. I'm, I'm watching. I love one of the things you write, your Tomlin takeaways that you write for uh, Steel City Insider. Uh, You're the only guy in the media that does. 
Oh, really? Oh, man. Well, you know what? That's <laughs> No, no. Well, because I criticize the question sometimes. Right, right. I got I say, you. What? <laughs> but there's one I want an answer to. I'm not sure and if you can answer it for me because there was a quote from Mike Tomlin about when a car, when a guy drives past a parking spot and, and is going to back into illegally into a parking spot, he should forego that, that right to it to the car behind him. Now, I'm thinking that must have been about Brandon Staley and the errant uh, timeout call in the overtime with the, the Chargers Raiders. Am, am I correct, or is that am I way off? I, I, I'm not sure of the quote you're talking about. Did I have that in my column today? No, that wasn't in the column. That's why I was saying, because it was one of the things that Tomlin said, and I thought maybe you heard it. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I, I misread it somewhere. Man. I don't know. I would have used that. Yeah. I would have used that. He must, have, he must have slid that in there talking about punters or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know by myself, but anyhow, uh, it truly. When you know, you... he didn't. Go ahead. He didn't watch the end of that game, so he didn't comment on Brandon That's Staley. True. Is that the uh, Chargers coach? That's true. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I wonder where that came from. Well, Joe uh, some, Somebody asked out. him. Somebody asked him. Um, I know you uh, fell asleep, but when you read about it, did you give any thought to what you would have done? And he said, I didn't. <laughs> That's a nice way of being able to bow out of that one without stirring yeah. up that, any, stirring the pot at all. You know, That's a good move. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this is even better than pleading the fifth. He answered the question. Yeah. See, it, it, yeah, that's why I criticize these questions. Sometimes you can't leave him. You can't leave him get out the back door like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's no doubt about it, Wex. There's a there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done, needs to be come to grips with before you head into Kansas City. But one of the things that kind of makes my 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 tick, my flicker my uh, ticker flicker a little bit is the fact that Travis Kelsey is back, and you couple him with Tyreek Hill. And that's a one plus one equals about three and a half or four. Well, maybe it'll stop them from running the ball. Because <laughs> I think the over-under is 395 yards this week. Uh, oh, at least they're, they're learning how to win after giving up a 150-yard rusher. So, you know, uh, maybe it's, um, you know, they could, they could cover, I think, Kelsey and Hill a little bit. The guys back there are doing a pretty good job. And I, I thought I saw some flicker of football uh, skills from Devin last week. And, uh, you know, the back seven's kind of getting pretty good. Well, kind of. But uh, uh, if they don't run the ball, you know, that's probably a good thing. And TJ and Cam can get to the passer. So uh, let them pass. Let's bring this on, Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> bring on the passing attack. Because we do have a Kello Witherspoon. Who's stalking? Who's stalking there in the secondary? There we you might go. Get a pick or two. You know, you never know. I, I don't know. Um, if, I don't know if you're being sarcastic, Max, but I think he looks pretty good. No, I'm not being sarcastic. I actually, you know, and I, and okay. I talked about it uh, yesterday. I mean, I thought what Akello's done. He justified why we traded for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you looked at it earlier, you're like, dude, this dude is addressing. Um, you know, wh- why did we trade for him? Uh, we, we have these young guys who are coming along and and then when he did get his opportunity and he's come on strong the last couple of weeks I mean key breakups picks and he's been doing doing the yeoman's work right he's doing the work that we don't see 
he's covering up guys so that the quarterback doesn't even throw to him at times. So, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not being facetious. I, I, I'm giving a true okay. compliment. I know that sometimes we don't do that. But I do like that. I do like that element back there because we talked yeah. about early in the year, this team can't generate turnovers. Um, and they have. They, they've now started to generate turnovers consistently now. So it's been, it's been refreshing to see that. And it's something that we needed down the stretch. We talk about winning these games. That's been the difference is we've been able to turn teams over and, uh, and get them off the field. Well, you know, you look at uh, how well the safeties are – Minka's played well all year, mm. and Terrell Edmonds, wow, what a game last week. Mm. And then Cam Sutton, and, you know, Joe Hayden's mm. going to be healthier this week. He's he's a pick waiting to happen. Uh, and, and you got Devin running around uh, in coverage, too, underneath. So, And then you got the pass rushers. Okay, so – I don't know, Wolf. I think I'm on to something here. With, uh, uh, <laughs> I think you are, my friend. Give them more pass receivers so that they don't run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I did hear somebody put out a stat that in the, what, there's four games of over 200 yards. We're 2-1-1 one, and one, or something like that. We've won, you know, I mean, it's like that, that doesn't make sense when you give up over 200 yards in rushing that you would – be able to come away with the victor but yeah maybe that's all These part of aberration hey maybe it's, it's all two part and one wolf that's yeah that's i know not it's, enough it's, data no no i know <laughs> i know it just it somebody somebody said that and again I, anytime i quote facts you know what i need a fact checker you know so yeah. st- <laughs> statistics are always a problem for me wex but you know uh, here's the here's the thing about it Number one is you got to be ready for that ginormous uh, tsunami of sound you're going to get in Arrowhead. Then you've got to be able yeah. to do something where you can surprise, disguise, and then mangleize. I think, in my mind, Mahomes, and uh, you know you've got to hit him whenever you get a chance. That's just that's what you got to do. And I don't know how much you can surprise. I don't know how much you can disguise from him, but you've got to do something along those lines, you know. And then third is you just you just cannot come out and go over in the first half as far as scoring points. I mean. It, it it just you just can't you know that's in my mind right. the big three steps you got to go through. Yeah, uh, I was uh, talking to somebody uh, uh, who said uh, they got to establish the running game. I said, why? So you're third and eight. I mean, gain a yard on first down, gain a yard on second down. Let's just start throwing <laughs> right away, huh? <laughs> that, that was good. It's that to, was really good. It's to set up the play action, Wex. It's to set up. You have to, <laughs> you have to think about it. I can't even, yeah. I can't even set justify it. Set up the play action sack. <laughs> yeah. Hey, as long as it doesn't set up a flea flicker pick, I'm good. <laughs> That's true. Wow, we're having oh. some fun with the offense today, aren't we? Oh my yeah, goodness! Yeah, exactly. It's Wednesday. We're allowed to. We're allowed to. As long as we don't say it on Sunday, we're good. The butts get it out don't our get tight. Now. <laughs> butts don't get tight till Sunday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we we know they're not going to go into this uh, uh, overconfident or cocky. No. No, and hey, maybe maybe Mahomes will. You know, I watched Mahomes a few times in college at Texas Tech. He was crazy sometimes and threw some crazy, silly interceptions. And that's what we need. We need a little revert to college days, Mahomes. Well, there's and, no uh, doubt. Uh, and, Go ahead, Wex. You know, I'm get, sorry. Get a few bad get a few bad plays from him. Get a get a 
really good play from Minka. Get some really good plays from TJ and Cam. Add it all up, and maybe you can win by a point. Yeah, who knows? You know, here's the thing about it. When the, when the Chargers or Chiefs started the season three and four, it's because Mahomes threw nine interceptions in the first seven games. You know, he was trying to do what I think. He was trying to do the spectacular rather than – take what was given to him. And now, you know, he's protected the ball so much better since then. He's thrown only four interceptions and thrown 19 TDs since then. Uh, so it, it, it really – I understand one of the things that, that, that Pat Mahomes does so well is to ad-lib, but I think you've got to make sure that the pressure is enough that you can take the lib out of the ad. You know what I mean? Mm, well, well put. We hey Wolf, go. did you play in the '93? Did you play in the '93 playoffs? No, I didn't. I had retired uh, before the '92 season. Well, the '93 ni- is uh, when uh, the Steelers lost to Joe Montana in overtime when he was with the Chiefs, right? That was '93. I think so, but you know what? Um, I, I suffer from ramnesia every now and then. I can't quite remember. <laughs> yeah, well, I was watching uh, an expert yesterday, and he was talking about how. Uh, Joe Montana was the iconic old quarterback who pulled it out against the Steelers for the Chiefs. And I'm thinking, wouldn't this be a delightful reversal of history where the Steelers' old iconic quarterback pulls it out against the Chiefs? Absolutely. You know, Max, I want you – yeah, I just – I want you – Max, think about this. The, the, The Colts went into Jacksonville favored by 15 and came out losing by 15. Anything can happen. That's what this 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 whole season's about. It's about creating that opportunity. That's what it is. That's what it's creating the opportunity. And and I said this so many times. I have fifty dollars. I just need to take it in the stadium, and we got that ticket. <laughs> yeah. Everything else we're playing with house money at that point. What were you about to say, Wex? No, I like the house money thing. I love that because that's going to help the Steelers too. Uh, but uh, I was going to ask Wolf if he stayed up and watched the uh, non-tie. The non-tie. Sunday oh, night. you're talking about the – yeah. Well, either one of you guys stay up. I'm t- you stay up oh, and yeah. watch that? All I can tell you is we did the game. We got on the bus, rolled back. I, and, I mean, it was it was a long four-and-a-half-hour bus ride back, even though our bus he was great, man. Our dude, he had the pedal to the metal, and he was going. But when I got back home, I remember I was just fighting sleep to the very end because I was extremely exhausted. And uh, you know what? I did watch it, though. I couldn't help it. I couldn't peel my eyes away. You know what's what's amazing about that old story, Wolf? It's that you got your story to me on time for the first time in five weeks. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, miracles do happen. You're just, uh, you know, hire the busy man, and uh, you just go on adrenaline, I guess. Adren- I'm an adrenaline yeah. junkie. That, 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 you know, especially when you put, like, a cherry pie in front of me. Look out, baby. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nothing that'll jack your adrenaline up like cherry pie either that or my, like right. i always say my favorite ride at kennywood is the potato patch let me tell you <laughs> oh my god i can't i can't i can't uh no but i mean which, which, it, it was yeah go ahead go ahead wex i was gonna ask you guys i was gonna ask you guys which guys you would you which guy you would use as punter and why is yeah. you know I, I thought waitman proved himself yeah, uh, and then, and then Harvin. So now that you use Harvin, wouldn't you just use him again in the playoffs, or is he doing a lefty righty thing 
with the Chiefs' return men. I don't know. Huh. What do you think? I didn't think about that, but I again, I go to Corliss. What say you, Max? I, I, I'm a Corliss fan. I, I think Corliss has, has created an opportunity for himself. He's shown that he can go out there, and and he's already punted in Kansas City. Um, like Wolf said, I think that 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 also goes a long way. And the kid, the kid has the kid has a cannon for a leg. Yeah, he has a cannon for a leg. And and when you're talking about needing to flip the field and force Kansas City to go the long way around, I think that's what you have to do with them. You have to play field position game, and you got to create this into a low scoring affair. You have to be in the low twenties. Um, you know, if 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 not a little bit lower to win this game, and I think Corliss gives you a better opportunity for that than, than Harvin right now. You know, I agree, and that makes a, a unanimous for the media uh, here. And you know what you do when the media is unanimous about something. You go the other way. You go opposite. <laughs> you go opposite. <laughs> All right, we got to run, Wex. Thank you so much for joining us in the locker room, my friend. All right. All right. Take care, guys. Take care, brother. And, of course, that's Jim Wexel, one of the best writers, football writers you're ever going to read. And uh, you can catch him at Steel City Insider. And also his book on Troy Palomalo is outstanding. All right. We've got more coming up after this. We'll be back. And, of course, the Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Playoffs are presented. Playoffs? Like Jim Mora. Playoffs, baby. (laughs) That's right. The Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. You're dialed into the locker room right here. Wolf starts in the Ninjas, where in the locker room we discuss all things Steelers. And everybody's got an opinion and a valued opinion at that. So, yes, having said that, let's go to the phone. We got Juan in Charleston. Juan, come in the locker room, brother. Good to see you. How you doing, Juan? Are you there? Can you hear me, guys? There you are. Can you hear me? Okay. We got you. Yep, we got you. there we go. What hey, you got, I thought Juan? the Gremlins was. I, I thought the Gremlins didn't let me in this morning. <laughs> oh, no problem. We got it going. Jacob's at the keyboards, man. When you got Ninja Jacob there and Ninja Tom, don't worry about it. Sooner or later, they'll they'll crush the Gremlins. I see. I I, I appreciate those guys. Love those guys, man. They're doing a good job for you guys. Absolutely. So, what do you got now, Juan? Huh? Uh. So. Um. Um, I was just about to say the same thing, but you guys were already talking about about this patent situation. So with the patent situation, don't you think we just should bring these both both of these guys back next year and let them battle out in training camp? I got no problems with that. If you can maintain Corliss Waitman uh, uh, along with uh, uh, Presley and bring them to camp next year and let them battle out, no problem. Right now, the problem is deciding who <laughs> do you want to uh, go in there and do the job. Um, you know, I it, it kind of it, it throwed me for a loop, the fact that you went with Presley in the last game in Baltimore in the sense of, you know, Corliss was just finding some rhythm, getting the job done. And like Max said, the guy's got a boomer of a leg. I would rather overkick than underkick. You know, I can live with knocking it through the back of the end zone versus, you know, the shanking one out at the, the 35 or something like that. So, in my mind, uh, Corliss is the guy 
of course, um, Danny Smith and Mike Tomlin, they got a heck of a lot better uh, football sense about that than me. But I, that's that's who I would go with. What say you, okay, Max? Yeah, because uh... I'm in the same camp. I mean, I, I think it has to be Waitman in my mind. But, you know, like Wex said in the last segment, it's unanimous by the media, so don't yeah. expect it to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, just looking That's at the true. numbers alone, right, Juan? I mean, you yeah. look at the numbers and you can't deny it. And then also the field flipping capability that it put on the other teams uh, in those situations, you have to say, no, this, this is what this is what it's supposed to be. If you can't move the ball, then you move the ball through the air in a punt and you force them to have to move the ball. And then when everybody's having to move the ball – Great distances, greater chance for opportunities for big plays to happen on your defense. Yeah, I agree with you guys because uh, they should have just gave Harvin the rest of the season off with everything that he went through and they just kept on trying to make his way on the team because he was putting the ball real well, especially in that uh, Cleveland game. Absolutely. And here's the thing what Max already talked about, though. Corliss, Corliss has already kicked an arrowhead. Corliss kicked the, the the skin off the ball. I mean, for crying out loud, uh, you know what? You, you've been there, done that. That's not a bad reason to do it again. You know, so that would be my thought. Yeah. Hey, well, don't don't go to Casey and eat all the barbecue from everybody. Now <laughs> we're gonna try. <laughs> we're gonna give our best effort in that one. Let me tell you. Don't worry. There's not a burnt in that we will not try. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Anything else, Brother Juan? All right. One more thing I'll let you guys go. So with the game being the late the late night game, um what you guys think? We should receive the ball first or defer? Man, I am I just I I really, really believe in taking the ball and, and getting going. But you know what? That's because I'm an offensive guy. And I know that the double score is big and everything else. Well, the problem is we ain't been we've only scored one touchdown the last seven games in the first half. So the that whole double score thing is not really working to our favor. Um, I just I I'd rather set the tone and get out there and get after it. What, what say you, Max? Listen by the by the way that we've been picking uh, on those uh, on on our opportunities as the away team. Right. I'm going to say that, yeah, it doesn't matter what we do because we're probably going to end up having the ball first anyways. Uh, so we're we're good. We're good either way, Wolf. We're good either way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's just one of those things. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, tails never fails. And Ben went heads the first time around. And then overtime, I was like, oh, I'll come back to tails. I was like, no, you stay with heads. You stay with heads. You picked it the first time. But the problem is you when you go tails, you gotta say tails never fails. Tunch no, went my last year yeah. with the Steelers, Tunch won like fourteen or fifteen in a row going tails never fails. It was incredible. It was one of the best runs I've ever seen when the captains go out to flip the coin. He just it was uncanny. Well, I mean, but and here's the thing: you got to be consistent. It's like it's like it's like when you go to Vegas, and I, I don't know. I I doubt you've been to Vegas to play cards at blackjack. Once you decide you're not going to hit a sixteen, or you're going to hit a sixteen, you got to stay consistent for the rest of the table. You got to stay consistent. You can't say, "Ah, I'm going to hit sixteen this time." Oh, I'm not going to hit sixteen this time. You can't. You can't be wishy washy. You got to stick to one hard fast rule to be consistent here, and that's the same thing here. You, you got to stay with one. If you pick it the first time, you get to overtime. Got to pick it again. <laughs> Anything else, Juan? Hey, like, 
Like the old saying, say, don't think too long. Always go with your first choice. There you go. Thank you so much, <laughs> Juan. Appreciate you, man. All right. All right, buddy. Y'all have a good one. Enjoy the game. Hopefully we talk to you guys on Monday for Victory Monday. All right, or later yes. this week. There you go. 412-919-1316. And, Max, I have been to Vegas. Max, okay. I actually fought in Vegas. I fought in a televised tough man, Geezers and Weezers at Caesars. It was, uh, it was, I actually fought at Caesars Palace. I boxed Jesse Sapolo and beat him. Uh, yeah, but did, but did you go gamble though, Wolf? That no, no, I went Nate. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's why I had to give that reference. I was like, I, I was like, I, well, he's probably been to Vegas, but he has not gambled in Vegas. So I figured I would give you some of my, some of my blackjack wisdom. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> I, I, I got, I got the, the one time I tried, with roulette wheel on a cruise ship when I was a young buck, and that was Cliff Stout told me if you just keep doubling up, you, you you'll be you know you'll you'll make your money back. And so at three hundred, I looked at three hundred bucks. Now think about how little that is now in today's money. But in yeah. my mind, I remember four hundred. It was. I remember my dad making that in a month, and I remember thinking to myself, I'm never going to do that again. I mean, that's ridiculous to waste money like that. For me, not, you know, that's yeah. just my personal choice, but thinking how hard my father as a trucker worked, and I just threw the money away on a roulette wheel, and it was like, I could almost feel him, like, slapping me in the back of the head. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Hey, kid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean, but that, that's also, we also have to adjust for inflation, Wolf. <laughs> we have to adjust for inflation. That's true. And, and, and listen, you, you, we, we, we broke our bodies up for the opportunity to do to do something that we we felt was good in the moment, right. you know. Every right. just every once in a while, not saying not saying you know you need to go every day or every week, right? But every once in a while, he's like, you know what? I earned the opportunity to do this, and if I choose to do this today on this moment, I, I, you know, I feel good about it. I feel good about you know. If I if I want if I want to bet it on black or red, you know, I mean, just don't go green. That, there that, you that, go. That, that one right there. That's the one. I'm like, really, double zero? You just gonna <laughs> bet it on double zero, guy? <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. We got Marcus in Pittsburgh. Marcus, you're in the locker room, my friend. Hey, what's going on, fellas? We're having a great time. Yeah, right. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys. Hey, I see you was over there using big words, man, in panache. You know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> yes, panache. The definition of panache no, is blue collar with a touch of effervescence. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's flamboyance and confidence. So okay, know, <laughs> all right. So there you go. Oh, way off hey, there. <laughs> oh, way off. That's an understatement. But no, you fine. <laughs> all right. No, but I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to this game coming up on Sunday night, man. Yes. I, you know, I, I give us a, I give us a, a good chance. You know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, people I was listening to was kind of doubting us, saying we was going to be 14-point underdogs. We're going to go up there, and the same thing is going to happen what happened the first game. But honestly, I think Tomlin's a good enough coach to make adjustments. And, uh, you know, it's like with Belichick. You know, usually you beat him the first time, and then the second time around in the playoffs, he destroy you, you know. Right. So, um, you Absolutely. know, I think we're going to go up there and um, handle business. But it all comes down to uh, establishing that running game, executing – on uh, every possession that we have and um, go from there, you know. Absolutely, Marcus. You know, I, I here, here's the thing that bothers me is, you know, when you see the Colts and the, and the Jaguars and you see that happen, you realize in your mind that you can't underestimate what beats underneath a man's chest. 
All right. I mean, heart is everything. And yeah, you can sit there and say, well, it's overwhelming and this and that. Well, you know, you look at if Cam Hayward hadn't jumped off sides and when Mahomes threw it up in the air and Akella Witherspoon intercepted it, you know, maybe that it could have changed things. You don't know. You know, it's the butterfly effect. You just wonder what could have happened. That's all. But it's good. I mean, it's good that, you know, like I said, we had a bad game like that early. Yes. So now, like I said, in the film room, you know, looking at what we did wrong, just trying to make adjustments and just, you know, we always play good as the underdog anyway. So, But the thing is, we got to come out strong. You can't settle for field goals. You need to score touchdowns and keep Patrick Mahomes in place, you know. But I know Kelsey and Hill, they're all going to be back, but we we have the tools in place to take care of that, you know. We did. And remember, we rushed for, uh, let's see, 93 yards was uh, what Young Buck had, uh, Najee Harris. And 93 yards the last his, time what's, there. What's his, health, what's his health status? Is he okay? Uh, he's got the elbow. They expect him maybe to be, you know, we'll see after today because that's the first practice okay. of the week. But uh, they said mm-hmm. he might be better later in the week. I, I, I don't doubt him. This guy, think about this, almost 400 touches and not a – not lose possession of a certain sort of pigskin type thing. You know, I mean, we don't Thank want you. to jinx don't him. Don't you say don't, it, Wolf. Don't, don't say the word. Say it. We can't say the word. That guy's magnificent, nah, this a, young he's man. A, he's, like, he's, a, he's, a, he's a durable back, and he's, and he's a special back. You know, a lot of people kind of criticize the pick, but look at him now. I mean, he's he's excellent, honestly. You Marcus? Know, he's, a, he's a three or four down back. All you got to say is, how do you like me now, baby? <laughs> well, I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to say what. I can't wait to you know for us to get to the Super Bowl and what Ben said, you know about the offensive line. Everybody was criticizing the offensive line, but you know they're young. But the thing is, they're gelling at the right time, and I think they'll be fine. All right, thank you, brother Marcus. Appreciate yeah, you coming to the locker Marcus. room, man. All right, we're gonna go. It. You betcha. We're gonna go to break. Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. We'll be back after this. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. The Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford, and we're going to go right back to the phones because we got uh, people stacking up here. Let's go to Bob in the car. Bob, you're in the locker room, my friend. Hi, can you hear me? We got you. Yes, we got you. All right, come on. All ahead. right, first of- First of all, uh, all right, rest in peace, Tunch. Yes. As far as uh, what uh, observation, look, few things that really, really make me a little bit more optimistic than before that was happened all in in last two games. Number one, it was a balanced offense. They committed to basically to have a balanced offense, and that, that showed. We got a W on each. It didn't matter. Roethlisberger did not throw, but he did his part perfect. Now, uh, some of the players, especially in defensive side, even in offensive side, they they came up with a good, really good, important plays. Right. And uh, one thing that really, really uh, got my attention was number 11, Claypool actually led the way in that uh, one – uh, run that uh, Harris made, and that was the first down. Yes. That, in my opinion, he understood that he can actually, uh, you know, use his athletic body 
and his speed combined with Harris's speed and we saw the and I think that is very important because before that uh, Claypool was not really he didn't know how to uh, basically uh, lead the way when it comes to his part now uh, that that was very very good thing to to see yes. you know mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, another thing is that th- these guys uh, it seems like that they it was a renewed motivation once they found out that Jacksonville is winning and you could see that in the whole team everybody was doing they no celebration no n- nonsense and they were doing really good uh, the uh, uh, Witherspoon, yeah, he didn't have really uh, like uh, interceptions and stuff that he was coming up now on his second act, mm. but uh, he he's doing good yes. and uh, uh, you know McLeod, you know they, they they all it seems like now they are all becoming gelling together and you know offensive line the same way, and I really like what I see because these last two games it was a different Steelers that we are used to see the last few years. And uh, in my opinion, they do have a chance. Very good. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate that. No doubt about it. You know what? We've seen some things come together, and one of the things Mike Tomlin has been talking about is the fact the young bucks are able to get a taste of what playoff action is all about because playoff action is a little bit different than regular season, just as the regular season uh, is a little bit different than preseason, and practice is bigger, and fa- or practice isn't what game speed is. So there's differences in, in all gradients, but it has to do a lot with the mental RPMs because the one and done makes everything so much more important. Thank you for that call. Appreciate you, Bob. Let's move on. we got Pepe from Parts parts well-known, he says. All right, Pepe, you're in the locker parts room. well-known. I yeah. love it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, first of all, uh, condolences to Max. Yes. Uh, Just out of curiosity, did you grow up a Bengals fan or a fan of one of the teams in Florida? You know, I was, funny enough, I was a Cowboys fan because of Emmitt Smith being from Florida and playing at the University of Florida. So I was a Cowboys fan because of him. And then I also liked Dan Marino. So those were the two, like, players. Like, that was one of the things I think, you know, kind of subconsciously with my father, I liked players. And so I wanted their teams to win when I watched those players. Mm. I didn't necessarily was a fan. Like I didn't have a Cowboys hat or, or a Dolphins hat growing up. <laughs> um, but I, I always I always gravitated towards certain players. And those were the two that I watched early on growing up. And then as I realized that in order for me to play football, I had to play offensive line or defensive line. Uh, <laughs> then I started. Then I started gravitating towards like Orlando Pace, um, Willie Rofe, and those type of guys because I started seeing myself in them as I got older mm. to play, and I realized I wasn't going to be a defensive lineman, even though I, I started my football career as a, as a defensive end. Um, I was like, man, something about offensive line. I, I like the way those guys play. So I never had a team, and I definitely was not a Bengals fan. Uh, growing up, uh, even though knowing about my father's propensity uh, for success with them. But, yeah, no, it was never one of those things. Ah, okay. Um, I couldn't get in with the uh, game balls. I have a couple unorthodox game balls. These go not to Steelers, but to former Steelers, uh, guys that were on the roster. 
Matthew Wright for the Jaguars, he outscored the Colts by himself. He had 12 points, <laughs> at least 12 go. points, and the Colts scored 11. And a game ball for Sutton Smith, who was at least in camp or the practice squad. For oh, the yeah, Steelers. I remember him. He is with the Raiders. He's with the Raiders now, and they've converted him to a fullback, and I think he had a part on a block on a touchdown that was scored by the full, the running back from Alabama, I forget his name, um, uh, Jacobs, Brandon Jacobs. Oh, Josh yeah. Jacobs, yeah. Um, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Josh Jacobs, yeah. So a couple of game balls to former Steelers who helped the Raiders win and the uh, Jaguars win. And I would go with Corliss Waitman. Uh, he is my award winner for the Next Man Up Award. Though mm. I was originally going to go with uh, Moore Jr. Okay. But anyway, okay. that's what I go with as far as Very punting. Good. All right. All right. All right. I like well, those. I like all go. those choices. Oh, be- be- yeah. Before I go, a question. Shoot. Who ride? Okay. Who ride? <laughs> we ride. All Max day. knows. Let's ride. That's right. Let's ride in Kansas City. Yep. You got yes, it, buddy. Sir. Very good, Peppy. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming in the locker room. We've got Greg in North Carolina right, as we, we roll on here. Greg, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys, what's up? Max Wolf, you think you got one more game left in you to go out and help us win this game this weekend? <laughs> Woo! Uh, the way I know you're talking to, right to, to Max, okay? Just just want that to be known, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way my knees are set up right now, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I could go out there and, and give it the give it the old heave ho. Um, but listen, I, I do have it. I told I, to, I told uh, who did I tell this? I told this to Clem back in the day. I said, Clem, listen. If there is a two-minute drill, I got six plays for you. I got six. I got six. All in two-point. All in two-point. I got you, Clem. I, I'm here. I'm your emergency in case you break glass. I've got six plays, all two-point. No goal line. I can help you. Don't go, don't go seven. Don't go eight. Six no, is no. it. Yeah. And if you get five, I'll be even happier. Uh. We'll, we'll, we'll take that. We'll take that. Hey, I, I like everybody's optimism about um, our chances to, to win this game. you got to remember that the Browns got blowed out by the Steelers last year in the first game. They barely beat beat us uh, with, with uh, Mason starting, so it was assumed that it was going to be another blowout when Ben came back for the first round of the playoffs, and that didn't turn out. So anything can happen. There's no uh, doubt. Especially after – especially after what happened this weekend with those final games for us to get in the first place. So my question is, if you guys can't control the roster, who would be the starting lineup on the defensive line, offensive line? I agree with what you said in regards to the punter. I'd rather go with Wakeman. And a little concerned about Boz not able to kick that ball in the end zone. Don't want to give anybody a short field. You know, it seems that we're starting guys getting a run and start at the ten yard line. I'm not so worried about Boz. I got a feeling that had to do more with Danny Smith and playing some percentages than anything else. But maybe I'm I'm totally wrong in that one. But I got all the confidence in the world in the Wizard of Boz. As far as the starting lineup right now, it all depends again what Danny Moore is capable of doing throughout the week and what you know if you got General Joe Hegg 
If he's got to be the Swiss Army Knife starter at left tackle, so be it. I got confidence in that man. That man is battle-hardened. He's been through some uh, tight-pressure situations. He's fully capable. I would imagine that they're going to stay with J.C. Hassenauer because when you start to get some wins in a winning fashion like that, it's hard to break it up. And, uh, I, again, I'm not down at all on Kendrick. And there's more meat on the bone for Kendrick. I had no doubts about that. But certainly I was hoping that we are going to get Kevin Dotson back, and I, I guess it, that's not to be. So, you know, we're, you're, you're going to go with what you got. And uh, defensive line-wise, what do you got, Max? Defensive line-wise, I, I, I love where we're at. I, I think Montrevious and Cam and Chris starting out, I think having Mondo and, and having um, Loudermilk, Isaiah's done a great job. And then, you know, once again, I love what Alex Highsmith brings off the edge on that backside because all the attention goes to TJ as far as frontside running. A lot of the running goes to him. But Alex Highsmith chasing guys down from behind to create tackles for loss in the backfield. Uh, when you have that when you have that Z Mo and you're trying to get that Z or that X right. to block him on the backside, he's great at whipping that block and running down and chasing down uh from behind. So I, I, I just I love the rotation that we have and Taco and uh and Tuska do a great job um in their relief efforts and a lot of those three three outside linebacker looks. So I feel good about where we're at because I feel like they're gelling. You know, I feel like people are starting to understand the personnel you have versus what you want them to do and w- versus what they can do. And that's and that's a big shift and I think that's why we've seen the success as of late. And riding a two-game win streak gives you that confidence as well going into Arrowhead. The only other comment I have to make is I'm, I'm satisfied with the big Leglue and Trey Turner at the guards. You know what I mean? Well, you asked me for defense. Yeah, no, no, no. I just, I just wanted to add that because I forgot. I went okay. take tackles oh. in the center. And then, you know, being old, that's what happens, Max. When you're 63 instead of 40. All right, you have these blips in your brain. Wow, wow, we just we just had to throw that in there. We just had to put my age on there. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, come on, hey, it's not like you're sixty three or nothing, you know. When exactly, you're already but sixty three is the new fifty three. Feel young, feel yeah. young. Yeah, wait, wait, <laughs> I, I can't wait. If I'm still alive, I can't wait to go. Hey, Max, how's that sixty three feeling? Does it feel like fifty three? Don't worry, you'll be there. You'll be there, and and. I'm going to ask, hey, share that walker. Stop hogging it. (laughs) (laughs) Caller, is anything else? Are you gone? Okay, we lost our caller. Okay. Well, Max, we got to get going here, I guess, because Jacob, uh, Ninja Jacob is telling me that uh, it's time to wrap it up. But another fun fest here in the locker room, my friend. I'm excited about Kansas City. Any last comments about going to Kansas City, my friend? You know, I I think the biggest thing is is that you know, don't forget the lesson, right? Don't forget the lesson that you learned um, by, by, by what happened the last time you were there. Keep that in your mind. Right. If I'm Danny Moore, I'm remembering Frank Clark. Yeah. Frank Clark's on my, on my washer. I, got, I, I have a fat head of him, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I can't wait to hit him in that fat head. Uh, that's just me. Uh, I'm not petty at all, by the way. Well, not not at all. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not petty. I don't hold a grudge. Uh, yes, but we listen, do. I do exercise demons when I when I get the chance. I am a demon liar. <laughs> exactly. False. All right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. You're in the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. We'll be back tomorrow. Let's go, Steelers. We got the playoffs coming up. See you tomorrow.